Justin Bogle, 450 Supercross pilot, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And Justin, it doesn't look like it, but I'm in a hotel room right now. And right now, I'm about 12 floors up overlooking Tulsa, Oklahoma. And uh, you're in Oklahoma, uh, homie, so to speak. Uh, I I was born and raised in Texas. And you just don't know how difficult it is for me to walk into an elevator and have somebody come in with a Sooners jersey. It's tough, Roham. Hey, I mean, the feeling is mutual, man. <laughs> you know, it's that's Sooner Nation, man. I'm uh, I lived in Oklahoma City for a few years, and obviously, I'm from Oklahoma, so it's OU Sooners, baby, and that's it. You know, we don't, we don't. Uh, it's the the horns go down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, those are fighting words for Kenny on this show. Those are those are fighting words. I know. <laughs> I was hoping you would say, Kenny, it's okay. I'm a I'm an Oklahoma State Cowboys fan. I, I, I dislike them a little bit less than the Sooners. Well, they're not as good, so yeah. it's easy to <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kenny, you're not even fighting back with Hook'em or anything. I can't do it, Crash. I'm listen, I'm in I'm in their territory. You got to be kind. It's like Statman going up to Michigan and talking a whole lot of smack about the Buckeye. I'm sorry. 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 There's a rabbit hole. There's a rabbit hole. All right. You're behind enemy lines right now. You got to tread lightly, you know? Yeah. I got to, I got to chill. (laughs) And and speaking of Oklahoma as a, as a native American, as, as you are, I would imagine that, uh, over the last several years, as we've evolved as a, as a country on many fronts, that the heritage that where you come from uh, has really come to the forefront front in, in other places, whether it's on the track or doing interviews and so forth. Are you called upon with some Native Americans to represent Native Americans in certain situations, whether it's interviews or uh, and speaking engagements to show the success that you've had in motorsports? You know, I'm extremely proud of my, my heritage. Um, I think it's a big part of who I am. And I, I wouldn't say I've been really as active in that as I would like to be at some point. Um, one of my best friends, Colt Nichols, is Native American as well and a, also a Supercross champion. So it's pretty cool that we both kind of came from really small, humble beginnings, small town, Oklahoma, uh, and, you know, made something out of, out of life and have continued to try to just keep going and be, if we can just inspire people by living at this point, that's a big thing for me, you know, just by giving an example, because not a lot of people where we're from really have an example of people that they can look to that have been successful from where they're from, from the same areas and the same type of, uh, situation. So uh, it's something me and Colt have talked a lot about moving forward as we get older now and kind of understand, I think with, you know, with age comes wisdom. So understanding more (laughs) about ourselves and and our past and all that. And um, like I said, we're both very proud of our heritage. So yeah, I mean, I would love to to do that stuff. We haven't got too into it yet, but uh, that's something that we've definitely looked at trying to figure out at some point in the near future. I smell a podcast. The Bogle and Nichols show or something. And there's something Honestly, there. Me and Colt Nichols would have quite the podcast, I think. But I don't <laughs> shut up. I can't stop talking. So uh, Colt would have to be the voice of reason on a lot of things because I'll just keep talking. So I think I, I would love that. You know, like that's hey, everyone that knows me says one of my favorite pastimes has to be just flapping my face. So it'd be fun. 
Well, Twisted T, Suzuki, they've got to love you for that. Seriously. I mean, come on, just keep talking, baby. Hey, I mean, in all reality, Twisted T, Suzuki, Progressive, we have the coolest sponsors in the whole paddock. And I am so grateful to be able to represent them because I've been having so much fun with it, social media stuff, and just, just in general, man, it's such a cool vibe and cool companies. And it's amazing, man. It fits my personality perfectly. I could see you in a commercial with Flo one day. Oh, I would love it. Absolutely. Throw me on camera. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Bogle, I heard something in an interview that kind of leaped out at me. Uh, what did what, you say? Delusional confidence. And now you're talking about flapping their face. I've never heard that. <laughs> things together. You're treading on some some dire ground here, brother. You can say something that you regret the instant it comes out of your mouth. I do it all the time. I do it all the time. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know what? I'm a human. I'm a human being, and I mean, we all do things that we shouldn't sometimes, or say things. And I think that uh, my gift and my curse is that I don't have much of a filter, and I'm pretty much an open book. So I think you know. The fans that are fans of me can relate to that because they feel like I'm a human being as well. But you know, every now and then I'll do say I do say some things that I'm like, mm, probably shouldn't have said that. But you know, so can't fault the man for just being honest. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Exactly. The delusional confidence. <laughs> Tell me about the first time you got on a dirt bike and went riding and, and cranked the thing on. Uh, did, did that delusional confidence take you through <laughs> that those first two gear changes? Man, if I don't even have memories from that far back from when I was first on a motorcycle, man, but I think I kind of always had a little bit of that, you know, and I think in my career, it kind of got me in some trouble with injuries and things, maybe not being quite patient enough at times. But yeah, man, when I was young, you know, I mean, my dad really, my parents both really instilled that in me. Like my, my dad kept me grounded and he was pretty hard on me, but my mother thought that I could you know, hang the moon and the stars. So uh, I think I got a, a good bit of both. So I'm, you know, I, I'm understand reality and I am realistic, but also I'm extremely optimistic. So I think that does help me because as an athlete, I think if you don't have, if it's not there at times, it has to be a little bit delusional confidence. You know, you have to <laughs> still have it because if you're not a bit crazy and crazy enough to believe in yourself, you're going to have a hard time being successful in this life. So uh, at times, yeah, it's, it's a lot, but, um, I think it's, like I said, a gift and my curse, you know, it could be a superpower and it can also be a bit of a detriment at times, but I'm good superpower. with it. Yeah. I love it. It is that. a superpower. Yeah. That's wonderful. <laughs> but delusional confidence can turn into some other form of delusional patience as well. Yeah. I mean, it's tough because especially in the sport we do, we go every single weekend, almost all year. Yeah. So it can be quite a roller coaster when it's not going well. And I've lived it, you know, this is my 10th year of supercross as a professional and I've had, I won a championship, I've won races and I've also been at the bottom of the barrel with this thing. So um, I do think that that confidence when it's just like deep seated confidence is what carries you through those moments because there's times when this stuff gets really difficult, you know? And um, I took a step back a couple of years ago. I had a pretty good concussion and, I took about five, six months completely off and just wanted to live normal and see if this is still what I wanted to do. And 
talk about an eye opener, you know, it really, really <laughs> helped me a lot. You know, it was, it was a rough time period, but it was the best thing for me. It helped me understand who I am and that this is what I do. You know, this is what wakes me up in the morning. And, uh, the whole time I still believed I could get back and do it. So, you know, I had to, I had to make it happen. And I'm so grateful for those companies we spoke of twisted T Suzuki progressive, the HEP team of people believing in me to give me a shot at this because, uh, there's a lot, uh, a lot of tread left in those boots. I think, you know, I, I'm still so excited and I, I feel so young still like mentally and emotionally. I just want to, I still have things to accomplish, you know? So, I mean, I, I just love this stuff. So keeps you coming back. You talk about the emotional ride and Crasher talked a little bit about this before we went live with you in regards to leave, losing uh, one of your best friends. Mm. We're talking about Ryan Federo, yeah, who, who passed away, who's worked with numerous athletes uh, and it's out there on social media. A lot of people who follow you on Instagram and, and Twitter uh, share the same house. Uh, we talk about an emotional roller coaster, my friend, uh, about what gets you up in the morning. I certainly know what can keep you down. How you doing now? Uh, it's been, I mean, yeah, it's been rough, man. It's been one of the hardest weeks of my life for sure. Um, you know, I, I believe God only gives you a few people in your life that are that important. And when you lose one, it's, uh, it's, it's tough to kind of come to grips with that. Um, especially, you know, just having to man up and, and keep going and, Ryan was the toughest person I knew in my life other than my own father. So I know he wouldn't be uh, happy with me for uh, staying down and crying about it for too long. So um, yeah, man, it's, it's been, it's been tough, but I mean, you got to be there for the family and be there for the people, the other people that love him, you know, cause it's, it's not about me. It's about all of them and, and what he meant to everybody, you know, and he was clearly, you can see by the reaction on social media and, all the things that people have been saying about him that he's uh he meant a lot to a lot of people. So um yeah, man, it's just, you know, my role is just trying to help keep the train on the tracks and just keep moving, man, because you know, it's it's been tough. We we live with him, you know. Mm-hmm. This is I'm sitting in the house right now. So it's uh been the furthest thing from easy. It's been tough, man. He lived a full he did it mm-hmm. all, man. He lived a full life. He did things that most people never even dream of doing. So uh, find some solace in the fact that his life was meaningful and he did a lot of really cool things and just what he meant to me and the friends that he had. And uh, yeah, man, just try to use that to just keep pushing and make them proud because it never makes it, it never gets easier. I don't think, you know, I've never really felt this before, but um, it never, it's never going to get easier. It's just mm-hmm. something that, I mean, it's coming for all of us at some point, but when it's unexpected, it makes it a little harder to accept, especially being that young. But like I said, man, I had a really good relationship with him and I'm just grateful to God that I got the years in with him and the relationship that I did. So like I said, just try to keep it pushing this weekend. It's going to be very difficult for me, but just uh, try to do as good as I can and go out there and just uh, do what he want me to do. And that's, as I can and make them proud. I I've ridden motorcycles, but I've never been at the gate when the time goes by and they're counting down. And you're, I can imagine your concentration is aimed at that first corner. 
did Ryan teach you anything as part of the training to clear your mind and to think about nothing but getting to that corner and uh, getting through that corner and um, taking off in a race? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, there's two people responsible for me going from a boy to a man, and that's my own father and Ryan. Um, he kind of, there's a few of us, you know, Will Hahn, Davey Millsaps, he was really instrumental in our careers, but also when you're a trainer and a motivator and basically a life coach and just a friend, you, the role is a lot more than that. But yeah, I mean, he taught me, I mean, he was holding my hand through the first, you know, 75% of my career every day. So yeah, I mean, he taught me about everything that I use right now, even little things that I say to myself on the gate or nice. things that we would go over the way I warm up, like everything that I do is things that we did and learned together. So yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean, it's, it's always there and it always will be. And I, I don't think that's, I think that's a positive, you know, I think that's something that you can, it'll, it'll give you a push when someone was that important and instrumental to your life and career and whatever it is that you do, I think it gives you a push whether you like it or not. And I think that uh, those things will always be there with me because he, like I said, he was, he was hard on me, but it was for a reason. It was to get me to be strong and to be able to handle those moments because this, this life that we live, this career that we do, it's not easy. And it's a lot of pain and heartbreak, you know, it really is. So um, just learning those things and just, you know, the, the biggest thing is he just taught me how to be tough and just to overcome things. Like we had to overcome a lot, you know, a lot of times he was sleeping in the chair next to me in a hospital bed when I was mangled. So um, he wouldn't let me cry about it in those moments either. So. <laughs> wow. Wow. Hey, Justin, let's do this, man. And, and after two or three races, maybe when you roll into Arlington to steal some of that Texas cash with a good old oh, Oklahoma no, here we go. boy, uh, maybe we talk after that. But one, one quick, can you put like a Longhorns logo on that white wall next time behind you? Uh, that's that's going to be, I mean, there's a lot of, I'll do a lot of things. I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Big time lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> oh man Justin I, my, here. my old man would never forgive me you know what I mean so. yep oh Kenny tell him where your old man went what is his allegiance where he went he was born in Norman Oklahoma that's right that's right yep yeah just it's saying, saying. yeah hey, it's, a, it's, so. it's a beautiful part of the world my man it's a beautiful part of the world <laughs> Those refineries out the window look beautiful, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, other side of the state, you know? Right. That's, that's, true. that's true. And you're there for a dirt race, too, Kenny. It's just yeah, not on two wheels. Nashville. It's four. Yeah, there you go. There we go. Yeah. Hey, Justin, man, good luck to you. Uh, we'll be thinking about you yes. uh, next several weekends, partner. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Justin Bogle here in the Freak Nation 450 Supercross Pilot here at the Lucas Oil Studio.